0: To local riffs with Brian and Dalton. Today we'll just be hanging out, talking. Um, we got Mr. Dalton from a remote location. Um, couldn't make it into the studio today, but hey, over the phones just as well. Blue, blue. Um, I'm
1: in that baby.
0: Yeah, you, you, you in the house still, right? Dalton, <laughs> I'm
1: still there. You go. I'm still
0: here. There you go. Still here. Um, you know we. we we was kind of real busy this week and weekend, uh both of us um still trying to fit you know some of these shows and questions and just you know con- continuing and doing this you know this podcast um you know about the local scene local music local uh people that just love doing what they do in the scene and causing a scene um you know I know you was out in lafayette over the weekend um did you did you notice anything out there that kind of would draw some people in and uh you know establish a scene did you see anything of that nature or was you out there uh you know i mean did you have a chance to get any anything like that in, you know in time wise
1: um yeah i mean we kind of went down to you know closer to downtown lafayette around jefferson street they got a bunch of a bunch of little pubs and bars and and you know, dance clubs right up in there in the, in the Strip. Um, you know, we didn't really go into a bunch of them because, like I said, it was like 9 o'clock, and it was pretty dead, and, and it had some bad weather about to roll in, so we kind of just hung around, drank a few beers with some friends. Uh, we stopped over at i um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that place. It's right there on the Strip, but they had a, a cover band there, uh, called that '90s show, and they just did all like '90s covers. Like they took requests from the audience. You know, there was, you know, you just shout something from the '90s, and if they knew it, they'd play it, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I didn't get the chance to talk to them because they kind of rolled out pretty quick uh, after the set. But um, I mean, that it seems like that's that that's going to be a good place for, you know local people, you know, the younger crew to kind of get in there and really, you know, check out what Lafayette's got to offer. I mean, uh um, Well they I a, I know
0: uh Justin moved out there um recently. I mean that's why you know he was helping helping her boy out. Um mm-hmm. but I know that he he's heavy into you know the photography side of things when it comes to like just shows and um you know getting with the artist and you know helping them out with their exposure and you know getting them some nice uh flicks up because he does a fantastic job um you think that he was be you know getting a little more involved out there I mean I know he does a lot more than just those kinds of photos um but I mean it's it's like a you know it's it seems like the area is big enough to have a, you know, pretty diverse kind of scene going on to where he can go out there and just, you know, pretty much pick, you know, what, what, um, you know, to to, to take pictures of and, you know, like I said, just the artists and and their shows and the crowds and, you know, getting, you know, real personal with them. Um, I know, I know he, I know he's done it before, you know, out here and stuff. So, Mm um, you know he's he's made he's he's took pictures for us and very very good um you know photographer real fine attention to detail um, oh
1: yeah yeah he's been doing it for a while he, he he knows you know he he knows what he's doing you know he's not somebody that just started doing this you know a couple of days ago a couple of weeks ago um, you know I mean the man's got an eye for talent you know he knows. Knows what to look for. He knows what bands are looking for. Um, I mean, he's taking pictures with, you know, some big bands. You know, Crowbar, I Hate God, uh, I'm Green I'm looking Gas here look
0: on his uh, Instagram, uh, Justin Hammer Photography, uh, music photography um, at Justin Hammer Fine Art. And he's got some real – I'm looking at some goat whore pictures now. And uh, like, that is uh, – that's a very very good um photography um he's like right in, in everybody's face <laughs> that's, that's a oh, that's yeah. great, great job justin for sure
1: well he that's that's his thing man that's that's what he likes to do you know he wants to try to capture it you know as close to you know being the artist you know as much as you can you know not being an actual member of the band or or whatever but he he likes to capture the moment as it's being laid out you know he's not just like let me sit way in the back and i'll just take a few pictures and then you know i'm out he you know he's he's trying to get up front right up at the front or on stage some kind of way um you know a few of those bands have invited him to like take pictures from the side stage and get him backstage Mm -hmm. and and you know really get the ins and outs of it and you know i was talking to him while we were moving and um you know he's he's got a very unique perspective and he's got a lot of hookups you know in the starting to get a lot of the hookups on the local side so i mean he's going to be i think he's going to be one of the people that are really going to help us you know in the podcasting area where you know most of those people are going to be like you know he he's going to let them know hey i got a couple buddies of mine that do a podcast about local music and and um i mean he's already said you know there's a couple bands you know members of different bands that he takes pictures with and you know he's like dude they'd they'd be totally down like they'd be totally down to to get on the podcast and like talk about it and 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 you know share their influences and things like that so he's going to be a very invaluable asset yeah. you know and that forward. and
0: that goes for um every you know any any other band out there that wants to get on and and get their um you know their music out there we'll feel more than glad to help out uh we'll put it up um you know just support uh yeah. you know promote if we can but more more importantly support and uh, and like i said every every any band, any group, any genre—if y'all are, uh, you know, wanting to get your voice heard or, or your music out there—I well, mean, I, I, we, me and Dalton, would love to try to be a stepping stone. Um, just, you know, give us a shout out. We're at our Instagram at Local Riffs. Um, you know, try to try to shoot us a DM or something. I mean, maybe we can work something out and uh, meet up and, you know, figure it out. That's what that's what we're here for, and that's what we. You know intend on doing with with our projects is just getting you know the exposure out for us and everyone else and just making sure that you know we're all supporting each other because that's how we all get a little further on this journey um Mm -hmm. you know going back to with you know with with our friend justin and him taking you know the photography and the scene and and getting up and close and personal what other type of um I guess talent would be cohesive with you know, with maybe not just being in the band or musically or I mean I know you you got the the artists that that do a lot of these album covers. Um, I've I've been to shows where, um, you know, they the band's friends are artists and they'll have their artwork displayed and you know give them the ambiance that they're looking for on stage. Uh, you know, it's mm. just a whole kind of a, a close net kind of thing and and if if you was you know in the in in there and, and trying to do something other than uh i guess be a band member or anything what what would you be there trying to you know do to help to support and promote you know your local scene uh dalton
1: um i mean realistically you know i i could you know be more of the you know multimedia type of guy you know try to make it so that you know i'm out there promoting shows or i'm out there you know putting it on facebook or you know whatever it is you know i'm out there trying to promote i'm out there trying to make sure everybody knows you know hey you know this kick-ass band is coming to town you know they're going to be big and you guys need to you know come in and I mean I'm not above going old old school even you know uh you know put flyers on on telephone oh, yeah. poles you know doing doing what needs to be done to make sure you know this band is going to get the most amount of exposure as possible yeah you and know, I've I, been I uh,
0: handing out flyers all week for my my boy Clint of uh, breakdown productions and um we'll get into that a little later on but Mm -hmm. um like you're saying with the old school it's just like you know hey you kind of gotta you know pay close attention to what's going on to the way you don't miss the flyer or the handout because you never know how that that one show that could you know be influential or 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 just change your perspective of things and you know you don't want to miss it so like if we can help out with all of that you know coming through here and 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 putting it up and to where people can hear it and hear y'all and and get a little taste of the music or, or or your artwork or however it is that, you know, you get your local riff on,
1: um, you know, just Mm -hmm. let us know,
0: you know, um, yeah. And I
1: mean, realistically, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, shorten us up too much, you know I mean? Yeah. This is a, a a show about, you know, local music, local musicians, local bands, you know, whatever, but I mean, hell, anything to do with the local music scene, you know, if you're, you a really kick-ass promoter if you're somebody that that knows how to promote a show and get the venue most out owner of the, uh, yeah venue owners uh, artists you know visual artists you know if you if you're really good at doing you know cover art uh, or just anything in general really um, you know I want to expand it out to you know eventually more more than just music you know and and really showcase that you know Louisiana's full of just absolutely talented people that need the spotlight and i want us to be that spotlight for them you know to try to help out as much as we can you know
0: well i i I just feel like um it's everywhere and i and i I don't want to be like the one uh guy that misses anything especially with you know with my you know focus on trying to bring that out in the scene um you know I, me personally I think I might have to get out there a little bit more cuz of you know me not being as involved as of you know recently but you know in, in, you know business uh you know work uh family all that kind of thing but I really feel as though after you know covid happened that really cuz that that killed us as a as a band for a, a while um mm-hmm. you know and i think that might have you know cut a lot of other people and 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 even the venues and the promoters that that been so used to doing that for whatever time they've been doing um and you know successful or not it's still what was their passion and and for that kind of thing to end all of a sudden it, i think it might have drove some people away um you know what is uh, what what could be th- the focus after COVID? i mean is that something to rebuild or is that just something to build an- another um type of scene or a more a more family like a real tight you know organ you know not, not organization but just more of like a you know just a group of th- the people that know each other um instead of Trying to build on the old stuff that got washed away, or 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 our quarantine um, is is there any you know thing that you see that could be better or worse for the scene, or is it is it on its way to become something that it hasn't ever been, or is it stronger
1: than ever? I mean, where where do you see that at? Um, I think it's gonna have to be something new unfortunately um you know the scene's not gonna i don't think the scene is ever going to be quite what it was before covid um i think covid was something that is you know that's something that that's like a once in a lifetime type of event you know that we all collectively went through it did
0: a lot of damage
1: though Um, yeah and i mean a lot of it had to do you know a lot of it's good in a sense. What really came out of it was, you know, you had some bands that, you know, they were able to really focus, you know, really get together and just let the band get together and really focus on the writing process and um, the music aspect of it. You know, they were really able to sit down and be like, you know what, you know, we're not able to go anywhere, we're not able to do anything, we might as well, you know. Yeah, we might as well just sit down and really, you know, we might have been struggling trying to get this album written. You know, now that we can't go anywhere and really do anything, you know, with multiple people besides ourselves, let's uh, let's sit down and finish this EP. Let's sit down and, and get this art, you know, this artwork finished. Let's finish writing these lyrics, you know. It, it gave musicians very unique opportunity to really sit down and, and get down to business instead of you know oh I can't do this because I have to go here or, I can't do this because I have to go there you know it was COVID man like you didn't have anywhere to go you didn't have anything to do bods write music and I think that's what really that's what's really going to change the dynamic of you know the music scene now after COVID. Um, you know I think we can really build uh, we can build up on the foundation of what it was before um, you know there's a lot of good structure there you know they no reason the house has got good bones in other words you know there's no reason to tear the whole thing down um, but it's it's gonna have to be a combination of new and old the new and the old ways of doing things it's just going to, you know, that's just the best way I can describe it. You know, it's going to be a combination of pre and post covid ability to to really sit down and, and get it figured out, you know.
0: Um what 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 would you say if that would happen again? Would 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 this area still be resilient to continue to push and you know and what I mean again like the you know the lockdowns and the quarantines and and if that you know occurred again did you think that um a local uh any local music scene could survive another pass like that and we're talking about you know relating to not just the bands but the the people that are there to uh entertain their customers or their fan, you know, just the venue owners, the like, again, back with the promoters or, or anything like that? Do you think that any local scene can can come off of another, um, you know, shutdown like that? Um, any I mean, at all ever anytime soon, or in the future, later in the future? I mean, would it just be one of those things that would get um, built back up so strong and then boom, happen again? I mean, do you think that's something that you know, a music scene could come out of again?
1: Um, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, I, I can only really speak for Louisiana as a whole, um, cause that's the only scene I've, I've ever really been a part of was this scene. Um, but I mean, hell man, I mean, we deal with, um, you know, we deal with a lot, you know, being down here in the South, being in the Gulf, you know, we, we don't just deal with, you know, global pandemics you know we deal with hurricanes, all kind of flooding and all kind of stuff and and to see especially right after katrina you know that was one of those things that you know it changed
0: yeah they had a free voodoo fest
1: (laughs) yeah it changed louisiana forever but you really saw in that time you know just how resilient people can be under those circumstances. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same for COVID, you know, even, you know, even when COVID was going on and, you know, the lockdown started kind of lightening up a little bit and, and all this other stuff was going on, you know, you really saw that as soon as everything started unlocking and everything started opening back up, the first people back out in the market were bands. Yeah. They were, know, they were ready. They were hungry. Exactly. They, they'd been cooped up for the last two years, you know, sitting and writing and, and, and doing this and doing that and all this other stuff. And it just, you know, you got to really look at it from their perspective. Like, man, we're hungry, dude. Like we got to, mm. we got things to do. You know, we got to go play music. We got to get in there and really start making it happen because, you know, I don't think there's anybody more resilient to be honest with you than than musicians, you know, just in general. You know, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, man, that I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever met a more resilient group of people than musicians. (laughs) You know, like Well, I
0: mean it's it's back to what we was talking about in the last show about that just grit. Um, I think, you know, once you learn, you know, coming out of the the slums of the of the of the hard work um you know uh, anything that's that's you know any less than what it took to get there it's kind of you just brush it off and just deal with it you know know, even if it sucks or if it's tough you know you you it's like a norm you you just like okay you know it's just it happened again you know blow up blow blow over it you know just um you know and just keep pushing forward um I know that they got a, a a lot of things down in the city, like in New Orleans. That's you know that 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 stayed, I guess, open, and you know, uh, you know, even after like with Katrina. I mean, there was it was a total wreck down there. So I mean, they still had people, you know, in places still trying to you know do what they did, but uh, unfortunately, that was it was kind of the a really really tough situation on you know down there at that time, um, but. You you can still go down there anywhere and hear you know local music right there on any corner pretty much any you know it's all over the place so i, I like you said i i agree i think it's a, a just a will to want to keep going forward in that resiliency and and just keep making sure that you know uh, it's working out for you because if not then why would even why you know why do even do it in, in the first place
1: well i mean it it also really just goes to show you the you know the mindset for you know artists just in general you know because you know after Katrina and after you know the lockdowns and all that stuff i mean they were some of the first people that were like you know let's try to do what we can to get us back to some kind of sense of normalcy because we were just going through something that like is one of those events that you know you read about in history books this is going to be one of those things that you're going to read about or your kids are gonna read about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now about this COVID global pandemic that we dealt with. And and just to live through it and to see, you know, that the musicians and the artists and the DJs and all that stuff are like, look man, like we we, we gotta get back out there. Like we gotta get out there and, and, and give these people some kind of sense of being normal again because of everything we all I mean, we all went through the same thing but you know musicians in general were just like look man like we're gonna do our part to make sure that we get back to some kind of sense of being a, you know go back to the old way um, it was just one of those things that it kind of it was hard to go back to something normal because it was something so abnormal that we had to deal with but at the same time you know musicians were the ones that really made it so that we were like okay everything's going to be okay everything's going to be fine if these guys are back out here you know back on the grind we can be back out on the grind you know and and not be scared
0: yeah and my uncle steve they uh they were popping bars like crazy i'm talking like a, a lot lots and lot, like almost every day of the week doing you know their their shows um uh, and that that really annihilated them because they went from almost you know 6 days a week performing to zero and um you know luckily they're you know they retired from the industry and was able to reap a little yeah. bit from from what they did when they were active but um as far as they're doing it for the love of doing it, um, you know, it kind of came to a halt. And they, they, But they did the same thing. They wrote new material. and But it kind of seems like you almost lose your gumption kind of. It's like you just got stopped dead in your tracks. And especially, like, when we was rolling New Jack, we were, you know, we were popping pretty good as, in our minds anyway. And, um, you know, honestly, I think our sound was really, you know, getting there. And, uh, in a, you know, and then it just came to be to where – you know, some of the guys were like, "Well, I mean, why are we even going to do this if we can't even perform and stuff?" So, and you know how we went—we we just made our own. <laughs> we went our own way <clears throat> to keep on, um, you know, doing doing what we loved and 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 what we—it's it, just a second nature to me. I just have to create something like that, and and it just makes it—it it it, it 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 makes it difficult to think that something like a, like, like a COVID or something could just dead stop something as strong as, you know, as, as music, mm. um, you know, from our standpoint, but I think as up to this point, I think everybody's done pretty well job of just getting back to norm. Um, hopefully the norm stays the same. Um, well, you know, we'll get to that point, some point in life. Um, I was wanting to ask you also, and I I know mm-hmm. you know me and me, me and you've been friends for a long time, but I really don't know who your favorite band is. Besides, you know, I mean, I know Gojira, I know Mastodon, uh, you know those bands, but I never really got your well, number. I mean, you kind of you
1: kind of hit the nail on the head there. What is it? Uh, I mean, uh, Mastodon has to be probably my all time, you know, favorite band. Just hands down. I mean, it's. You know, for this a long time down. it was, you know, Metallica, and then for a little while it was, you know, Iron Maiden, and then for a little while it was this guy, this band, and this band, and man, I just say uh, it was something about Mastodon. Man, I, I started listening to them in high school. Um, a buddy of mine showed them to me, and man, they're they're just they're once I heard, I think the first song I ever heard from them was a uh, Colony of Birchmen off of uh, Blood Mountain, and man, that 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 song just took. Took me somewhere and it had me by the throat, dude, and it just didn't let go. And it just seems like they're one of those bands. They're a very versatile band, you know. Every album they put out is hitting a different nerve, and it's going to continue to do that. Like they've got like I think eight or nine full-length albums right now. Uh, They just released an album not too too long ago, and man, it's. I just I. There's something in me that I just get so pumped. Even if I if I get an inkling that they're you know back in the studio doing something or they're about to put something out, I'm just like, oh my god, I cannot wait. You know, I get those like jitters.
0: Well, have you um, um have you ever seen them locally? like any local venues around here or, or you've, it's always been, I guess, quote unquote abroad. I mean, have you, um, have you seen them anywhere around I this did, area or
1: no? I did see them in Louisiana a few years ago, uh, probably about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. Um, at the, uh, at the house of blues for a Halloween show that they did. I think that was either the first or second time I, I had ever seen them. And, uh, yeah, 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 and it was—it's was, man, Down that, that show warm. just top to bottom was was fun. It was uh, it was Macedon, um, three teeth, and damn, I I feel bad because I forget the other band, but I know there's another band that was playing at the time, and man, I'm telling you that that show was phenomenal. And I've seen them collectively uh, probably about six or seven times now. Um, and it's just, it, they're one of those bands, man. Every single time I've seen them, they, they, f- they fail to disappoint. They, they never disappoint. Uh,
0: I know that, uh, House of Blues is a, it's a, it's a, that's a, um, that's a g- pretty gutter place, but I mean, it's, it's definitely, I don't know if it's just the set, the scene or, or just the atmosphere down there, but it seems like every show that I've gone to, um, there, um, whether it be a, you know, big headliner or, or whatever. I mean, to me, it's, they're all big yeah. headliners, you know, cause I go there to see them. Um, but, um, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's always a blowout. I mean, it could be 250 people in there. It could be 500 people in there. It could be a 50 people in there. It just seems like, um, straight blowout. I remember me and, uh, Amy went to the hangar and saw El Nino and if there wasn't about I, I, I give them 50 to 60 people and when we were in there we're looking around It's like oh this is el nino what what the what the hell you know uh this should be a, a blowout but that didn't stop them from you know trying to do the best that they i mean it was an awesome show straight it was great you know and and um and there wasn't a lot of people there but like i said we were there that's all <laughs> that's all that mattered you know so we was we was rocking and rolling they, they performed great um I just uh yeah i just like the house of blues too man uh, that's just a good that's a good they got a lot more down there too uh feel more they got uh oh, the Theater. Of, what is the um the what is that really good yes yep. um um there's another one what is that called um uh, gaza gaza we uh, I saw uh sidonia from covington over there that's a great little venue yeah they they put on some pretty good shows over there um but you know, it's 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 all of just keeping the um the thing you know tighten it and keep it from unraveling. Um, before we go to the break, I do have to ask you, what is your best <laughs> slash favorite pizza topping?
1: I took a hard left turn. Uh, I mean honestly,
0: man, <laughs> heavy metal
1: man, pizza and heavy metal. Heavy I've metal. No. Um. I mean, man, I'm I'm kinda boring, dude. Um, I like I like cheese pizza. Um, but I mean they got this place that's right down the street from my house called Tommy's on Thomas. Great little pizza joint. Uh but they do instead of the original like marinara sauce that they put on there or whatever the sauce is put on there, they do like a sweet mm-hmm. type of sauce. And man, it's it's out of this world, dude. I'll get that or I'll get it in a cow zone. And and dude, I'm telling you, it's shit is off the hook. Like it's one of those. things.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I just had to throw that uh yeah. that question there because I didn't want to forget, and I <laughs> I d- I wanted to know mine's pepperoni Pepper- just in case you a was good wondering, choice, man. So, uh, But anyway, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll uh, go ahead and take us a break, and um, we'll talk to y'all in a bit. Be back this is local riffs with brian and dalton we got a guest oh, come yeah. in um our friend dallas mcgee what's up buddy how you doing what's up everybody how y'all doing um real good guy here what you think dalton he's a a, a unique character to say the least real right? sta-
1: real, real stand-up guy real good mm-hmm. real man of god over there yeah <laughs> oh i don't know about all that
2: now <laughs>
0: Uh, we was, oh, um, me and man. him was talking earlier, uh, Dalton, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's into a lot of those, uh, you know, kind of, un, I don't want to say unheard or, or whatever, but uh, he was listening to a whole bunch of, uh, DJs and artists and stuff. What was that? The Hangout Fest? Is that uh, what that dude, was?
2: Hangout Fest, yeah, dude, uh, I went one time when I was like 16 or 17, when I was in high school, I only went, only got to go one day. But th- the one day I went was a, uh, is was absolutely mind blowing. Like some of the biggest people.
0: Is that like a summer event or something, or is yeah, that?
2: Yeah, it's every year about May, you know. Okay, I mean? okay. So like, it it was hot, you know what I'm saying. But it was fun. It's in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Every year
0: though. Yeah, he was um telling me about you know just going down the list of all of the 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 acts that were going to be there. Sheesh, it was, and that's and that's this year. Yeah, it's it's pretty stacked. But there's a lot of those um, performers that I've never heard of. What was
2: the? They're like EDM. I don't know. They're not EDM, man. I don't even know how to explain their music. Like hippie sabotage Mm -hmm. and like DJ Smokey and So Dare and and uh and just a lot of other like they don't make they make beats but they they do do, they throw these mixes in and i I like to i like to kind of freestyle a little bit sometimes in my pastime. so like i like to have music that i can listen to and get stimulated by but in between have a break and a beat to be creative and come up with lyrics in between you know what i'm saying so so Mm -hmm. it's like um it's like kind of like a um a modern day musician's like stimulation because when you're trying to when you're trying to make new music and when you're trying to come up with new things and be creative you can't you can't listen to other people's music and expect to make something out of that you have to listen to like something that stimulates you to make your own music
0: you see what i'm saying yeah um I'm I'm looking at this lineup. The young gravy caught my attention. Um, I'd like to try. To, I've never heard of that. I've never heard young of a Gra- lot of these. Young
2: gravy's a trip, man. Like he's like a, he's more like a house music DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he makes actual music too. You know that, what I'm saying? Like, have you what, heard of
0: some of these? Uh, Dalton? I mean, have you heard of this uh, festival? I mean,
1: I've, I've heard of the festival. Uh, I got a buddy of mine that goes. used um, to go out there. Um, uh, but yeah, Young Gravy. I've heard of him. He's like a he's like a rapper and a and a songwriter, and I think he makes beats and stuff on the side, all that other good stuff. But I mean, I he, I've never heard. Dude, of him.
2: his main objective in life, his main objective is banging, fucking celebrities' moms. Bro, that is his thing, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he told me that. I was like, "Holy smokes, man!" I mean, so I guess that's a he, a good promo bang, for yourself, he right, bang Dalton? Riley
2: Reid's mom, uh, Chris Jenner. I think he, the rumor is he he banged Chris Jenner. So that's that's like Kylie Jenner and him's mom. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, but it's like a list of them, bro. It's funny as hell. Gotta, like, and he just does it first with first so much
1: swag. What um, coming at it with? You gotta be a smooth talker to be out there banging moms.
0: <laughs> well, what do we Mature, said? Celebrity, yeah, ce- celebrity status, huh? Celebrity. Um, yeah. Dalton, what was that? Uh, what's that? That rock on the range. That's what you usually go to every year, or is that what it's called? Or.
1: No, uh, I mean, I, I would love to. I'd love to go to that one. That's a really good one. Um, the one I go to, the one I've, I've been to, uh, twice, was uh, welcome to Rockville. Yeah, welcome to Rockville. That's park. it.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I was that, more of a mayhem fest guy when it was popping. I went to like six in a row, and it was they were every one of them was so crucial. Um, this one's this hangout fest seems pretty cool though. I mean, I will say it's got a definitely stacked thing. Um, I'm
2: versatile. Though. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what um, Dalton? What do you? What? How do you feel about? EDM music. I mean, I I don't. I've never really heard you mention it too much as far as listening to it. But I mean, I mean, have you caught some of those tracks that that you know get your attention or what?
1: Um, I mean, that's one of those types of things I really got to be in a in a a certain mood for. Um, I I used to listen to some stuff back in the day about that, and uh, uh, I know. Back in the day it was uh, Skrillex, when when he was a big thing uh, I used to listen to him a little bit um, he came from a like a pop punk slash like emo band or something for a while and then he went to doing that I mean he come up with some cool stuff but I mean I usually you know EDMs not like my go-to you know but if I'm at like a party or if I'm you know out at the bar or something with some friends and, and it's on you know I'd I catch myself kind of head bobbing, or you know, so, doing a little toe tapping every once in a while. So you're but not gonna,
0: was, uh, you're not gonna go to the rave then,
1: right? No, I mean it. Well, uh, and a lot of us got, I mean, I'm not saying it's exclusively, you know, the thing, but like a lot of people go there and like trip, and like you know, they do the shrooms and shit, oh, you know well. whatever they just do. And it, I feel like you have a more enjoyable time. with them
0: I, um i, I, I don't i don't really need any of that to enjoy myself at uh you know it's something like that i mean yeah i get it i get what Me you're saying either. too because uh but it's fun <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's a, it makes for a good night <laughs> um yeah i, I mean I, re- I mentioned that because there, there's this show uh april 22nd of the jute joint in ocean springs uh my dude clint's throwing this party breakdown productions it's 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 called Superfly, Disco Superfly, and it looks like it's going to be pumping. Um, I will be there um, trying to get some interviews with some DJs or any artists that's there and musicians and see how things go right there. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I, I guess even even with the, the techno musics and stuff like that, um, you can kind of see where the transition went to where you started getting into like the gothic rock and the industrial and those uh real (coughs) i I don't know how to really word it as far as the ambient noises and sounds and different tracks and backing tracks just the the eerie sounds of some of those um songs you know nine inch nails i mean just to say it, you give an example uh but uh, uh, locally you know that that's you know they got thorn prick and and uh-huh. we got zombie legion and a lot of other people that have that that tone and and it's weird because it kind of stems and like you were saying dallas about you know they just you know use that music to to actually lay the track to you know get creative and stuff um i i that's how i see electronic music sometimes it's it's more of like Is it good enough the way it's first written, or can it be built on to make a you know another type of song or something like that? Um, Now I know uh, we had uh, Eternal Absence with y'all. That was a um, that was pretty industrial, I guess you could say, electronic kind of rock uh, uh, metal or whatever. Um,
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. It was like new metal with. Almost like a EDM style, like backing tracks. Um, it was kind of like it was right right around the same time, or we did it kind of before that, but it was kind of around the same time whenever Korn came out with that album with Skrillex and they did that like Korn slash EDM, you know, type of album. We were doing it right before that, but that was kind of the thing, you know, the drummer, um, he was real big into corn. That was like one of his favorites. And and um, we started writing stuff like that. And he was real big on making beats on the computer. And we kind of he was like, you know, let's let's you know combine the two. You know, heavy riffs, you know, heavy repetitive riffs, and and you know EDM beat styles in the background, and then mix it with clean and harsh vocals. Uh, Corey was in that band for a while uh I was in the band um before we broke up and everything and uh christine Donner she was in there mark mark johnson uh, that'd be another guy we should have on the pod he played bass for that band he's he's a great phenomenal musician um dallas uh, um
0: when you were you know coming up you know and, and cause i know you you're always saying that that you know you have a diverse ear when it comes to music and you're right i mean i've heard you listen to all kind of stuff what what from your growing up to now do you think that like what what genre has like taken the scene by storm what what genre has really put you know went went beyond the next one or the or or the different types of genre which one stands out the most to you and um did that genre like can you tell it was being built while you were getting into the music or or just growing up with different genres i mean what what which one do you think
2: well when i first started listening to music uh i listened to like i'm I c- where i come from is kind of southern so i i started off listening to, like leonard skinner and stuff like that but at this point in my life leonard skinner is the most country thing i'll listen to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying country I, I don't listen to country man i don't know how it's so popular i don't understand it and i'm uh, and i'm country you know what i'm saying <laughs> so, so, them, so, so, <laughs> so, so i mean <laughs> if if, if, if i don't tell you like what what it has been to me you know at, at this point you know at d- at this point i like see i like hearing people be creative like i love getting together with my friends like i got three or four homies that i can sit in a room with we could cut a beat on and run that mode i mean like an hour and been, a half
0: i think you've been here and we've cut some stuff i'm just and stuff that we
2: uh i, I sing my boy he plays guitar and i like to sing acoustic music but i love alice and Chains. that's my second yep. favorite band of all time my first favorite's Metallica of all, t- you know, uh, uh, always not because of uh, and I mean, I understand from from a metal standpoint, how it looks. But they're musicians, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. They orchestrate like choirs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they have people playing multiple instruments while they're on set. And they coordinated all of that music, and they wrote that.
0: Well, that's sort of like we was talking F1, uh, dog. That's like about Beethoven those, uh, level, yeah, bro. Yeah, about those, uh, those just classic pioneers. That's been doing it. They're like so used to doing it that it, they can, they can do it all to the max every single time. You know,
2: Metallica just dropped another album. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's impressive. That's
2: another uh, like a new single, like not even two weeks ago. And they're how old? How old are they now?
0: Well, uh, how long have they, they be 40 years
2: man probably. i don't know they're older than that james no, I mean, heckfield they, and them's like 50 something. oh
0: their well, their ages are yeah but yeah they're, they're, as a band i think they're about the 40s range
1: early 60s but oh, yeah. as a band they've been together for right at 40 years mm-hmm. man that's crazy to say i know some
2: mar- most marriages don't last that long <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just 40 saying. years holy shit <laughs> i'm just saying bro you know what i mean
1: um being in a band almost like being in a marriage yeah i mean is. it's like yeah
2: it is
0: uh dallas what's the biggest uh best big show like i'm talking like just the best one with the best headliner have you ever seen whether it be a fest or a local show or or just a touring uh, it uh, caught me off guard okay it, it
2: really did uh i've been to a couple man but I i went to atlanta one night And um, went to the amphitheater in in uh, in Atlanta, and I seen Slipknot and Marilyn Manson, and it was. It was, it was was insane. Life changing. Yeah, dude, it was insane. Like, I never seen something like that
0: before that. Like no other kind mm, of. Uh, nah. that's that, So your first your first metal I, show was that. I was, was in that. the pit too, bro. I oh, was in the pit. That was pretty. That's a pretty good one. What do you think, dog? That's a good first in
2: the one. Face. <laughs> in the pit, but I loved it.
0: Yeah, that's
1: kind of the risky take, jumping in the pit, man. Some people just get in there and they're they're out. It was blood. people flailing in there,
2: dude. I'm talking about flailing. And hey, I was in there flailing too. I was like, "You gonna flail, bro? We gonna
0: flail? Let's do this." I always get it uh, started. Me, I'm, I love it so.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not a big not a big pit guy anymore, man. I go in there. I'm I'm, I'm a little guy. I had man, VIP
2: I seats and like I could <laughs> I had I could sit on I could I would be sitting in my booth and then I'd open this little gate and walk right into the pit, and I had a choice to be in it or not. But I was like there. And me and my boy got the best seats, on like corner stage, cause I mean he loved them and I loved them. He put me on them, and I was working with him at the time when we were out of state, and I was like, you know I hadn't. I was like, dude, I ain't never been to a like heavy metal concert. Mm-hmm. He was like, I have. Let's go. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> he was a big old swole muscle head dude, so I wasn't really worried about
1: much. You always remember your first time.
0: <laughs> what uh, what was your uh, first uh, first show, Dalton?
1: Oh, man, it, this is going to come out of left hill, bro. <laughs> first, first show I ever went to, uh, I went with uh, a friend of mine's dad and him. My, my buddy, Todd Jacobson, uh, real big Slipknot fan. And it kind of threw me off guard. So the first show I ever went to was actually a, uh, a punk show. Uh, it was, uh, uh, rancid. And oh, yeah, man. I saw rancid when yeah, I was like
0: 14. That's just so, they were so great.
1: Yeah. As rancid, it was at the, I want to say it was at the house of blues. Matter of fact, we were on the second deck and, and, That was like the first like official show I'd ever went to, you know, live show. Um, You know, I can't even remember what what my first like heavy metal show was. To be honest with you, it might have been. I don't uh, think
2: Slipknot was my first. I I might have had that wrong because I seen. No. I I I remember before that.
1: My first. My first live show that I ever went to was at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Biloxi, Mississippi, and it was Mastodon.
0: Oh,
1: nice! First live show I ever went to, and that's I got to see my favorite band live for the first time there. My first and man, one. And it did. Put a fire in. Me.
0: Oh yeah, well that that uh, well they were. That, what what was I that? I like Mastodon. Oh, they got another one, Dalton. Another Mastodon that's lover. <laughs> I
2: like Mastodon, bro. Divinations is my <laughs> favorite
0: song.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a. Absolute classic.
0: Yeah, I um went to Black Sabbath, Motorhead, and Motor uh and Morbid Angel for my first. Mm. It was uh Black Sabbath with Dio, but uh all of the other bands, Motorhead and Morbid Angel, they were all the original. And I was, I think I was like 11 years old, and um yeah, I went with my sister and her uh boyfriend at the time, um and i was blown away like i'm t- i couldn't even imagine i didn't even know music was made like that and i was like i was like like not even just Live metal performance n- yeah just not even metal or or whatever i didn't even know that was a you know at, at anything i thought it was just like well what the hell is this because i mean <clears throat> but to see music coming out of those instruments and stuff it was just it was just mind-boggling um but and that was one of them uh uno days when they had all them fire concerts coming through um so yeah, I mean that's that's a good thing, I guess, you know, if, if 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 you're really getting into music or just you like music in general, uh to kind of remember those, you know, what got you into the genre that you listen to. So I will ask again, Dallas, what's uh what do you think is the is the best genre of mm. music? Maybe not your favorite, but I don't even know how to explain it, man. Mm-hmm
2: i really don't i like slightly stupid and like that kind of like genre of music i like i like i like stuff that's like happy and stuff but like like like, uh like rock or like uh... kind of like white guy reggae okay like 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 i don't know how to explain like like white guy reggae (laughs) I like i mean it's the (laughs) truth it's the truth dude that dude sings reggae so good man but he's a white dude the whole band's white
0: you know yeah, what I'm saying? So you're up in the Sublime kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, like, Sublime's
2: you know, my number three favorite
0: like a, band. Almost a reggae sky kind of thing. Right. You know? I mean... So you like like Sublime? I like being like in the real...
2: sun, playing a guitar, spitting in beats. You know what I'm saying? Like making a beat with your guitar. You know
1: what
2: I mean? But in the sun, drinking you a pina colada and smoking you a fatty. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, one another band I like... That I want to see live at some point, uh, three eleven. Oh, oh
2: yeah, I'd love to see three eleven, bro. Oh, I, yeah, oh yes. I'm Go really not there, into so
0: it myself, but I mean, I love three eleven. I know Dalton. I know that 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 three eleven day or whatever that usually is a pretty pretty big spectacle. Um,
1: That's like a four or five hour show, man. They just they play for like four or five hours straight. They'll, mm-hmm. you know, like, take a breath. Well, not straight. They'll, they'll take, like, a little break in the middle. But mm-hmm. I've, I've only heard good things about it, man. It's just you go in there, you chill out. Most of the people end up, like, sitting down on the floor after a while, and everybody's just kind of grooving and, you know, just really feeling the music. You know, that's, that's the kind of thing I like to get into.
0: Dallas, what's the last show you went to?
1: Oh
2: um
0: it could be locally it could well, be whatever you know i
2: don't know if it's the last one i went to but i'll tell you the last one i remember and i'll never forget <laughs> it <laughs> uh, metallica man i went and seen metallica and uh i went and seen him on my dad's birthday my dad w- who put me on metallica and yeah i remember a- that and, I remember and uh, that. and it was a really magical experience for me my dad passed when i was nine so that means he put me on metallica early in life dude you know what i'm saying <laughs> all of my favorite bands came from my dad my dad died he had four tapes in, i mean three tapes in his truck he had allison chains corn and metallica and that was what was in his truck you know I what uh, i'm saying yeah i've
0: seen metallica twice and uh both times but we're talking i think the last time i saw metallica was in uh 96 that was out of lollapalooza <laughs> But, I would um, love
2: to have been there.
0: Oh yeah, I mean
2: they. I mean they were good this time, but I just know that they were something a whole lot different back then.
0: I know it was <laughs> it was crucial. <laughs> I know that for a fact, especially like Master Puppets and they was doing that. They did uh, one. Oh, it was just yeah. I've r- seen all was of that. I, I think d- uh, the, I think the Black album was the album at that time. I c- if I, I can't, it might have been the next one. I can't really remember. Um, yeah, they're a good band. I mean, as then, and you, you enjoyed the show, I'm sure. Where was that oh at?
2: Oh, my God. They melted my face, dude.
0: Or was that, uh, where was it that was show it at? It
2: was in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. That was the closest they've ever been here. Really? <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know you. what I'm saying? For me, um, I've been wanting to see them. I, I was wanting to see them my whole life, and Jordan bought me my, the tickets for my birthday,
0: you know. What was
1: your last show, Dalton? Uh, Last show... The last show I went to officially was um, Incubus at uh, the Fillmore, but the last, you know, heavy metal show I went to was uh, in uh, Dallas, Texas. We got to go see... um, We got to go see... Damn! Why am I blanking on their damn name? I, I hate what that's, I do this. That's it. a good concert
2: it. when you can't remember it, man.
1: <laughs> uh, well, well, I remember it. I just can't remember the damn name of the damn band. Um, uh, the first band that played. Uh, so it was um uh, them, and then it was uh Mastodon and uh Opeth. Oh, Zeal and Order. That's what it was. The opening band, Zeal and Order. They're like a like a a uh, black metal band, um, and you know Opeth is is from Sweden. They do like that Swedish type of metal, and you know Macedon, of course, and and those guys killed it. And then the one right after that was um, Gojira. At um,
0: oh, you did I that uh, that correct. COVID they show that Saint they had canceled Peter. like twice or something, right?
1: Yeah, that they ended up having to cancel twice, and then when they came back around, we still had tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they played at the Sanger Theater, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And that it was uh, Knocked Loose. Knocked Loose played that, played that same show, man. Those guys rock. But, man, Gojira Live. Oh, yeah. is one of those bands that, you know, you listen to a recording of them, and you listen to them live, and they damn near sound better live on the album but that's not taken away from how good they oh, yeah, sound on course. the record too so that's uh, that's that's the sign of a tight band
0: i think the last show i went to was that uh megadeth lamb of god show mm.
1: um oh the one i the one i yep, was there yep. i brought my brother there yeah ben
0: lafayette was, uh, that was a that was pretty rocking show um
1: that was my little brother's first sh- first live remember, show he's ever. really well he
0: got a good one that's for sure i just oh, that remember, was a hell of a show
2: i just remembered my last show. Uh, I just did. Jelly Roll, man. I went and seen you Jelly Roll. You did see Jelly Roll, yep. Dude, and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you keep asking me what my favorite kind of music is. It's artist like Jelly Roll. Somebody that can conform to everything. He does rock. He does country. He does rap. He does everything. But he's creative in mm-hmm. everything.
0: So basically the bottom line is diversity and creativity. is what Right. Th- yeah. You well. like stuff
1: that makes you happy.
2: Yeah, man, that's right. Love stuff that makes me happy, and sometimes, to be honest with you, banging my fucking head makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? That, it always
1: sometimes does a trick for fucking, me. You know,
2: uh, screaming helps me. Sometimes, a little bit of reggae helps me. Sometimes, uh, a little bit of uh, man, I listen to Elton John. You know what I'm saying? I listen to it all, dude. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I do a little bit of everything.
1: Hey, like I said, uh, you know, even in you know personal lives between me and Brian, I mean. You know, I don't discriminate as anybody, you know you like what you like it, m- music is I feel like music shouldn't be a controversial topic like if you like something and I don't like it, then Music's that's cool man, man. trying <laughs> it, you like it that's cool well, it's not my cup of tea, you know, just don't you know try to bite my head off about it
0: yeah, i mean yeah. i think I think it uh it goes back to what we were saying the one time about the feel. I think if uh, that person that's listening to music and if they got a certain feel they're trying to feel and it, whether it be happy or down or just flow or, you know, hype up, whatever, um, I think there's a, a genre for everybody out there that, that, uh, that like you said, just wants to bob their head and, you know, forget about a few things or or, or remember a whole bunch of other stuff, whatever, you know. So um, I, I think that having those I guess escapes genre wise is is good and not only that when it gets down to like a local level it gives everybody an opportunity to kind of um you know kind of go fishing and see what what fits them and what makes them feel good
1: yeah music's always been um you know music's always for me been something that's it's always been like an escape you know, for me, like, whatever I'm feeling, if I'm, you know, going through, like, a depression phase or if I'm going through, like, something good or really happy or, you know, just whatever it is. If I'm, like, it's all, you know, there's something that is going to connect with me in that moment, you know, whether it be rock or, I mean, like I said, I was to do a little bit of everything So the rock uh, I don't really like, you know, the new new age style of country music, like stadium country music as much. Um, I like old, like, outlaw country. You know, Hank Williams Jr. and The uh, Highwaymen, I mean, uh, and those guys, like, and Willie Nelson. Like, I like those guys. Um, you know, there, there's something out there that you know, whatever I'm going through, I can I can put something on and you know, it's almost like your brain just turns off and, and it kind of transports you to a different plane of existence for for that you know three to five minutes or in Metallica's case for like 18 minutes nah. <laughs> they just throw out some long ass songs um but yeah I mean that, that that's always been something that's really resonated with me like I don't even have to be playing music you know I can put on a good tune and man it just
2: I can get lost in it
1: focus makes me zone out you know some of my best decisions some of my best ideas and and musically or or otherwise have just come from me you know locking myself up in my room and just throwing some good tunes on man and just really focusing on what i need to get done you know it, it helps me get through my day it helps me get through my mood whatever that is and yeah, working Watch out shit.
0: and everything, I and mean, you can pop them Thanks. headphones in and and just pump, you know get to pump work. That
2: extra fifty pounds. Yeah, dude, you never throw. know. Oh, yeah, and, you
0: put some I mean, burr! I'd be on some little Uzi vert. It'd oh, be yeah, pumping burr. me up. That's me, you know. But I, I'm, I, I like to be versatile too. And um, and you're right, Dalton. It really some of those m- moods or moments that you're having in life. Uh, sometimes I think it's uh, music is the only key, really, to kind of stretch you out of that. Uh, that, that way of thinking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, music is good for the soul. <laughs> I mean... It is. I yeah.
2: use it for therapy,
1: man. I mean, and be, you know, perfectly candid, you know, I've, I've, you know in my personal life, I've been going through some things here lately, and I, I haven't been in the best mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been kind of down, and uh, one band I, I I've listened to for a long time, but for some reason... Um, they just, I, I just got real into wanting to listen to them a lot more. Uh, it's a band called Norma Jean. Hmm. Brian, I think you'd like them. They're, they're, they're a pretty good band. Oh yeah. I, um, I listened to them like,
0: like 10 to 14 years ago. They're pretty, they're pretty, I mean, they've been out there for a while too.
1: Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they, they crank for sure. A album not too long ago, uh, like 2021, 2022, mm-hmm. man, that, that thing just Kicks you right in the teeth right from the start, you know. I like a good, you know, I like some mellow stuff here and there, but man, if if, if i mind. put on an album and track one is already, you know, spartan kick me down yeah. a flight of stairs. And I I, I like, listen
0: to uh, right. Agony scene is sort of like that too. It's just like right out the gate, and you know they was probably around that same time frame of coming out and stuff. Um, I, I yeah, poison the well. That's that's yeah you know really one of my probably number two favorite bands, um, just and you know just because of that it's like a you're getting something that's gonna take your mind off of whatever whatever it is you're thinking about you know with 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 you know some of that music like that, uh, real crushing you know.
1: hmm Yeah, you actually introduced me to those guys. I'd never heard of them before. Is that uh, Norma and, uh, Jean? no uh, uh oh, poison Agony's- the well oh yeah
0: poison the well yeah yeah
1: they're yeah, definitely those, sick I, I got them on the playlist now too man like those are the guys like, those are the guys kind of like man they they uh there's another band that's kind of similar to them but they're more like chaotic mm-hmm. i mean you probably know them they're called uh, the Dillinger escape oh band. yeah of
0: course that's all in that same uh kind of time frame too yeah i i, I like that that uh genre or sub genre whatever it is i just call it i just call it metal you know like that it's just it just feels good when you need it you know
1: yeah and they got metal for every situation man that's that's the best part that's why i love that's why i've always you know heavy metals always resonated with me you know they got the really intense you know fast like thrashy type of things they've got you know. The more melodic scene, they've got the more, you know, do uh, they've got a mood that, that if if whatever mood you're in, there's a band out there for it to help you get
0: through. Dallas it. man, you was on a uh, we was on a Limp Biscuit kick there for a oh while. Oh my God,
2: like, I was gonna say that earlier, bro. Like
0: Freddie D is
2: what I Oh dude, yeah, I'm telling you, I, Limp Biscuit easy. Even me, man, uh, coming from the generation that I came from, I love Limp Biscuit. I love them. And I, I when like you were saying, uh, Dalton, when I when I'm going through something in life, like you got like like if you're going through something, my my band that I go to to get me through things like that, believe it or not, is Blind Melon, man. I listen yeah. to Blind Melon and they help me, bro. All that I need, yeah. mouth full of cavities, you know what I'm saying? That's some superior guitar playing, too, to be honest. Yeah,
1: man, those guys kick ass. You you probably like uh. You like them? You probably like Silverchair.
2: Oh yeah, I like oh, yeah, them too.
0: Yeah, he's on all those. Oh old, yeah, old, I, I
2: grunge is that shit. Uh, grunge is probably my favorite, one of my favorite genres of music. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: that's that thing that's like man, uh, Pearl Jam. Oh yeah, they they like I said, they got it for everybody. You know, if, if you're going through some shit, there's a band, there's a band for it. And that's, that's what always really drew me to heavy metal. And then, you know, for a long time, you know, I went to Fountain Blue High School right there in Mandeville. And, and buddy, I'm telling you, when if you listen to heavy metal, you know, you were you in a very small, niche group of people. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of people around, you know, at that school in particular that was listening to stuff like that. We
2: like
1: country. So I was kind of like weird kid in school you know <laughs> i've always been like, like that weird
2: guy. and it but, ain't even real country
1: yeah it's that stadium country a bunch of guys country. out there a bunch of guys out there talking about farming and stuff and they got three thousand dollar boots on
0: well i mean uh you know they they trying to get their uh music on too <laughs>
2: yeah, i mean i reckon
1: yeah. everybody's <laughs> got Hey, everybody's gotta make their nut, man. You just gotta find your niche and, and pluck away at it. Well
0: Dalton, I wanna say uh thank you for giving us the call in. I know like I said, you're not in the studio today. Hopefully we can get back to uh get you back in here next weekend. Um again oh, yeah. I'll, I'll uh <laughs> I'll definitely be uh representing local riffs over at the juke joint in Ocean Springs, uh April twenty second. That's next Saturday or that's coming up Saturday. Uh, just going through some of we got Paul B. Avino, C. Superjacks. You know, it's a little, little EDM. i want to get out there and try to see what they're talking about and see what their local riff is. Um, you know, well,
1: man, I might, might have to come out there with you.
0: Well, yeah. Hey, I mean, like I said, I just want to see how, how you know, how other scenes are. You know, see how they're going. And like my boy Clint, and he's he's been trying to uh just pop parties and 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 just little shows and get people their exposure i think his son's spinning at this one uh they're gonna have drum and bass uh, house uh, all kind of different type of edms if you follow that um but yeah i'll be out there um all everyone's welcome to come uh got a 15 dollar at the door starts at six um but you know I guess just pushing into the local riff thing and like I said, I want to expand it out and hopefully, you know, some of the listeners can kind of, uh, feel that. And if they have any pointers or or any comments or anything, they can just go to local riffs on Instagram, uh, follow. They can just leave us something. Um, you know, um, I think that, you know, just keep doing this and just trying to show the support for people and to people and, uh, you know, everything will work out. And, and thanks, Dallas, for, you know, coming in and give us your insight on all the, you know, your music experiences. And seems like uh seems like you've had some wild ones that you can remember. That's for sure. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. like yeah, I said,
2: some uh, that I don't remember too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to get in the right frame of mind to remember them.
2: I do. I, I've been to a few in New Orleans, like that. I ended up going to like a a bar afterwards that a good that another good band was playing at. I might not even know who they was, man. You know what I'm saying? I'd just go in there, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm fucked up,
0: and then I end up. Oh, so that's that that's that guy. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, hey, dude. We <laughs> saw you the other night. <laughs> where?
2: <laughs> I'm looking for my wallet. <laughs> you know where I was? He's but, that uh, guy
1: that goes in there for drunk and screams to play Freebird. Freebird! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm
2: not that guy. Uh,
0: but like I said, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Um, Thanks again to Dallas McGee, my boy. Uh, You know, ask details about him. He does a little singing and stuff like that. Maybe next time we can kind of get you to belt a few chords out for us. Um, might sing out some Pearl Jam. There we go. You know, just anything to get them vocal cords rolling and uh Dalton I wanna thank you again for, you know, calling in and uh you know, making it happen, sir.
1: Hell yeah, man. Like I said, we're gonna get back to it. Should be regularly scheduled program. Uh I was helping uh helping old old Hambone mm-hmm. get his stuff over to his house. So no, we should be back to our regularly scheduled program.
0: <laughs> you had <a> tongue twister
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's a hard one to say it
0: man. Is. Uh, <laughs> But uh <laughs> like I said, thank thank you again everyone for the support. Uh we love y'all. Uh this has been Local riffs with Brian and Dalton. Y'all have a great night. Peace. Have a, a. Like a good one. Make it alright.